And good evening. This is the Tech Travel Geeks podcast for the week of the 15th of October 2018. I'm your host, Chief Mobile Opinionist, Matteo, and I'm joined as host uh, by Lukash. Hello, Lukash. How are you? Hi, Matteo. I'm great. How are you today? Good, good. Thanks. Uh, have you recovered from the wedding you were at yesterday? Yeah, all good. All good. That was good fun. Good. We'll hear about your phone stories and maybe your your cho- uh, shopping choices regarding smartphones soon. But uh, first, we should introdu- introduce our guest. Please welcome, for the first time to the Tech Travel Geeks podcast, in our 10th episode, Chris Hare of... Movies, Games and Tech. <laughs> Thank you for filling in. I was just making sure I got the movies, games, and techs in the right order before saying them. So, Chris, welcome no to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. All right. Um, we've caught up quite a lot frequently at events in London, haven't we? Yeah, this month's been a bit hectic, as you know. <laughs> yes, yeah, so It's not finished yet. No, there's more to come. Um, I'm going to refrain from attending any events uh, from here out until November. I'm too busy at the moment. I have other th- other things to focus on. But uh, it was good catching up with you. And uh, we were just in- we-, we invited you on the podcast to discuss you and your travel to tell our, our users a bit more about you. So let's start off with Chris here. Who is Chris here? Um, I'm mildly techno, I don't know what you want to call it, uh, passionate with tech. That's just all that. Not a technophobia, wrong wording, but you know what I mean. Um, been traveling, well, I don't really travel that far because I've got a disabled wife. So I can only really go to events sort of London-based. But as you probably know, I travel a lot to London quite recently. And this year, probably a lot this this year. <laughs> and like just three times a month. So, so just to give our, our, our listeners a bit of context, where where do you live? Uh, I live in Kent, so it's only about an hour or so from London, but the trains are not the most best, but we won't go into that. We won't <laughs> go into anything political. No, uh, but we, we will say that you travel by rail um, yeah. to, to London from Kent, which is over an hour away, for yeah, many yeah. events. And what's, many your events. Preferred, what, what's your preferred station arriving in London? Uh, Victoria, easy to get to, but... Uh, maybe changing to St Pancras soon, because we've got cool. a new railway system end of the year faster, so I'm getting it London even quicker. So very good. Perfect. So so you you're mainly a real traveller. You travel yeah. for tech events mainly in London, and yeah. you do it very very frequently. That's yes. great to hear. And uh, you mentioned your 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 wife has accessibility issues. Yes. Uh, what sort of accessibility issues are those? And if... Uh, walking, um, her hands are not the most best in the world. She's got CP, but she's not as bad as some people who have CP with cerebral palsy, in case anybody wants to know. It's in some cases, it can cause her to drop devices if they're like too slippery. So she has a, a phones that are more rugged. But at the moment, she's actually using an on a 10. She loves that, by the way. Um, because it's it's small but powerful, she knows she's not going to run out of power, which we won't go into about power problems, will we? Um, we find that story later on. Um, no, I thought get a little tease. Come on, get a little tease. Got a little tease in that. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll tease Lukash and 
find out about that more often later. So obviously, this accessibility issue, both with te in terms of tech and travel, affects her. Um, yeah. Obviously, that makes you uh, an advocate for certain services and products being improved in in that space, which is great to yeah to hear. Um, it's something that we maybe as tech bloggers, tech opinionists, we don't call the tech companies out enough for. Uh, but maybe it's some it's something we should be doing more in the future, uh, not only for in terms of actual device usage, but in terms of travel for so accessing trains, planes, automobiles, and whatever else, whatever, whatever other form of transport people use. Yeah. And obviously at Tech Travel Geeks, it isn't the first time we've discussed this on the podcast. We do think that technology itself, such as smartphones, can make the end user's experience better. It can help uh, yeah. fill in some gaps where other accessibility needs haven't been filled in. Very, very true. Uh, so. Your wife's using an Honor 10, which I'm still yep. using. It's a great device. Uh, and you, you're talking about yourself. You travel in, in and out of London frequently. Yep. Uh, what's your background? How did you start writing for mobile games and tech? Sorry. Uh, Let me yeah, get mobile games and tech. Yeah, get it right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Movies, I'll games, start... and tech. The tech, yeah. Um, I started many years ago writing probably about six years, seven years for this site. I've written in the past my own little blog, but I gave that up. I didn't, I just lost passion with, at the time, there wasn't much in tech wise. Um, but before that, I actually was quite famous but for a different reason that nobody knew at the time. About eight, seven, eight years ago, I remember it was, uh, there was a load of like, Hotmail, uh, leaks came out with people's passwords, etc. Uh, put upon literally about 25,000 people's email addresses, passwords. I emailed Microsoft, did nothing about it. Oh dear. Told, told one person who now works for The Verge, Tom Warren, something got done. So that's how I came famous, but not in, I was anonymous at the time, but that's because I've got a young family. That's very good. So, so did you stumble upon that doing any engineering work, or is it purely uh, uh, right for on the right place? Accidentally, I typed the wrong thing in bomb mistake, and I came out and found it. So, if one person found it, how many other ones are out there? Yes. So. Um, that's that's never a good thing. So, you you shot to fame anonymously yeah. uh, through finding a, a hotmail leak and was that due to microsoft or was there some third party uh, involved? fishing fishing by looks of it most of them were french slash russian email addresses by looks of it was what are the oh, chances of those those hotmail accounts being tied to recent election uh, opinions on facebook if people don't chase their email addresses <laughs> and passwords never know who knows that's the belt i'm sure we'll find out during the next uh election rigging investigation uh, that will be paraded through the media. Um, yeah, an optimist <laughs> as always. <laughs> yes, I, I'm always the pessimist here. Uh, Lukash uh, keeps me grounded. Uh, we're, we're one episode away from turning this into a conspiracy podcast. <laughs> the X-Files, tech X-Files factor. Yeah, so either, it's either going to be a conspiracy podcast or a philosophy one. I think we should keep keep to travel and tech for now, but 
we'll we'll look at the metrics <laughs> at the end of 2018. <laughs> yep, sounds good. Yeah. So, Chris. Um, Tell us about you. What do you use on that train journey from Kent to London? What's the tech you, you prefer using? Wireless earbuds. Much. As uh, long as they keep me going for the day, I don't mind what they are, as long as they keep me going for the day. Uh, what am I reviewing for the time? So I can do, I can do reviewing at the same time I'm traveling. So two in one go. My devices, I was using, was using the Honor 10 until the new device that we talk about in a bit. Most of the time, it's just a small laptop, which I'm using now. Pen and paper, really high tech. And because you know, as you know, sometimes you go to events, you've got no signal, you can't, you can't publish anything. So, how are you going to take notes down quickly? Sometimes it's quicker to just write them down. So, the old tech go. is pen and paper and battery packs, a lot of them. Good. So, um, that's great. So, you've got the full thing. And what sort of bag do you carry? Is it a backpack? Is it a messenger bag? Sometimes it's a messenger bag, most of the time. But uh, this week, when we was at the live event, I took the uh, backpack. Definitely did that for long day. Yes, it was a very long day. What's the I time I got home? What time did you get home at? Half past twelve. Because the problems with it, because the problems with the trains in London at the time. Ouch! That's that's inconvenient. Uh, to give people a bit of context, Chris and I were at the Huawei Mate Twenty Series launch event in London this week. And we started at 10 slash 11 a.m. with brunch in London. And Chris made it home finally at half past midnight. While I was uh, lucky enough to be staying in London, which meant that I could uh, make it back to the hotel by 10.30 and prepare myself for a podcast, which I was a guest on. In case you missed it, I was a guest on All About Android this week talking about the Google Pixel 3, Google's apps issue, where they now have to charge device manufacturers for bundling their apps, and the Huawei Mate 20 Pro, which we'll discuss a, a bit more in depth uh, with Chris in a few minutes. First, though, I would like to know from Lukash how his experience was with going through the battery anxiety barrier uh, at an event yesterday. Lukas, tell us more. Yeah, so um, yesterday it was uh, the wedding day of my uh, good friend from work, and um, I was prepared. I, I filled my battery back to 100%, just around 2 p.m. I charged my uh, battery bank, 10,000 mAh um, battery, and I'm, uh, I, I was wearing a kilt, uh, as you know, and but some of our... Uh, viewers and listeners might not. Uh, I'm originally Polish, but I live in, I've lived in Scotland for almost 11 years. So after year 10, I decided I need uh, I need a kilt. And I got one last year. It's a Polish tartan, so it's white and red for the Polish flag and blue for Scotland. Uh, and one of the parts of the uh, kilt is the sporan, which is a man purse, I would say. So I, I put a, a battery power bank into it and I needed a small cable. So I took the, the first one that came uh, to my hand and I was happy. So uh, I got in uh, around to around 15% uh, at the end of the uh, wedding reception and I decided to charge it, to recharge it. And it turned out that the cable was a micro USB rather than a, a USB-C. So my 
Samsung Galaxy S9 Plus, which is theoretically has a good battery, decided to die. I switched to um, super saving mode, all black and white, and no uh, even um, no uh, reception. And I, I, I needed an Uber with 2%, didn't manage, died. So I had to speak to my friend uh, to order me an Uber, which was not ideal. Uh, but uh, Mateo and I have been discussing me getting a second phone, which happens to have wireless uh, reverse charging, uh, which means that you can charge a different phone uh, by just pressing a button. So wirelessly, I, if I had those two phones in my Sporan, rather than a, a big battery and a useless cable, I would have survived. So that was my battery anxiety last night. Indeed. So that, that's a very interesting use case. Obviously, to, to make it clear to our users, you're using a Samsung Galaxy S9 Plus, uh, Samsung's current flagship before the, the Note 9 series. And how's battery been life been on that device since you got it? It's, well, Samsung have, well, unless you have the Note, which have slightly bigger batteries, I believe. The S9, S9 Plus are middle of the road somewhere. It's it's okay, but it usually is not, not the best. So I, I suffer battery anxiety and recharge middle of, uh, halfway through the day, usually. Yeah, so it's, it's something that uh, people haven't been shouting out about is battery life on the Samsung Galaxy S9 Plus. Unlike on Huawei's last flagship, the direct competitor to it, the Huawei P20 Pro, uh, I personally have been very impressed by the battery life on the Huawei P20 Pro. Chris, uh, did you have a, a review device or did you get a Huawei P20 Pro? I did. I had a review unit, but only for like a two-week period. So I wasn't lucky enough to go to the event. Right, so you, you had one. And okay, that, that's fine. I can quite comfortably say, having been using one for over six months now, uh, I'm very, very happy with the battery life on the Huawei P20 Pro and often use that more than my Pixel 2 XL, specifically for the battery life. It's a 4,000 milliamp hour battery with an efficient Kirin 970 chipset. I don't have the Facebook app installed in it. I only use Facebook through a web browser. So I have a, a good battery experience of the Huawei P20 Pro. Though this week uh, that has been surpassed by another device which was launched in London, the Huawei Mate 20 Pro. Uh, Chris and I were at the event in London. Lukash was remote supporting uh, me for Tech Travel Geeks. We got our uh, unboxing live within hours of the actual announcement, which was impressive. And you can see that video on Tech Travel Geeks YouTube channel. It's actually our latest video at the moment until after this podcast. But that's uh, Huawei Mate 20 Pro unboxing is on our YouTube channel. Uh, it gives us a bit of an insight into how it looks and how it feels. And Chris, what do you think about the looks and feels of the Mate 20 Pro? Um, very, very nice. It's not heavy. Uh, you think it's got like the 4,200 milliamp battery. It's going to be like a, not trying to say like it can be more heavy than it is, like a brick, but it's not. It actually feels lighter than the P20 Pro, if that makes sense some ways. I think it's got the curved display. It helps easier to hold in your hand, so it feels lighter. Yeah, it's 
so essentially what uh, some people have said is this uh, Huawei Mate 20 Pro looks and feels like Apple and Samsung had a love child and the Huawei Mate 20 Pro came out. So it, it looks like a Samsung Galaxy S9 Plus with a notch and uh, it is lovely. I, I obviously have the Twilight version, which is... Uh, which is a lovely gradient which goes from purple to, to green and every shade in between. Depending on the light conditions, it will change and look different colors. It is a lovely, lovely device, but it's very slim. It's because of the curved screen and the curved back, it ends up feeling as if it's a much slimmer and lighter phone than it is. And it is a, a thing of beauty as far as industrial design and phone design goes. Um, obviously, battery life so far, I've been really impressed by the battery life on it. I was using it whilst traveling back from London. Uh, I haven't installed my music and audiobooks app, apps on it yet, but I will do. There are a few very novel things in this. Let's start from the inside and go inside out. The Huawei Mate 20 Pro is running the latest Huawei chipset, the Huawei Kirin or high silicon Kirin 980, which is a seven nanometer chip. It has a dual NPU as well as eight cores, eight active cores. And that means that it's much more power efficient. It uses less power to fire each transistor when needed. And it's a very, very smooth and impressive device. It's one of the very first devices to be running, uh, to be running Android 9, Android Pi out of the box. Uh, it has uh, MUI 9, which is the new Android distribution from Huawei. And as well as that, they've taken it a step further with the cameras, improving the camera's performance further. The benefit to travelers is you are really in the condition where you can replace your point-and-shoot camera and maybe even some DSLR features with this device because it has a 40 megapixel camera paired with a 20 megapixel camera and an extra eight megapixel camera. And this time, rather than having a monochrome sensor, they have a wide angle sensor, which is truly impressive, which allowed the, the combination of these three cameras allows you to have a wide angle lens, which is the equivalent of 0.6 optical zoom, single optical zoom, so standard, three times optical zoom and five times lossless digital zoom, which is quite impressive in of itself. So camera-wise, very, very capable device. In terms of the screen, we mentioned the notch earlier. It does have a notch with an advanced uh, face unlock feature, but also has an in-screen fingerprint uh, reader, which means there's no dedicated fingerprint reader. There's an area of the screen which you tap with your finger and it unlocks the device. So lovely, lovely device, very powerful one. And this is expected to be one of the top sellers over, over Christmas this year. I think Huawei have also picked perfect timing with the not yet uh, launched iPhone XR. That's the less expensive device. And it places itself quite comfortably just above that and in between the iPhone XR and XS. So I have a feeling that, especially at retail, in, in, in physical stores, people are going to walk in, see the iPhone, and then see this and walk out with an iPhone. Uh, this yeah. is 
especially the battery life, what we mentioned, the 4,200 milliamp hour battery is going to be a big selling point. Once more and more people shout out about how good their battery life experience is. Yeah, Matteo, you and I met a very nice um, salesperson at uh, a big uh, retail shop in uh, in Edinburgh, and we started discussing phones. And that is exactly what he said when when he having used uh, the P twenty Pro and knowing what the May twenty Pro uh, will be like. He said, uh, whenever people come re requesting an iPhone tennis or whatever, he will say, you don't really want this. This is not the best phone you can get. Get the Huawei P20, Mate 20. This will, you'll be much, much happier. And many people listen to his advice and actually come out, come out with, a, uh, with a, a Huawei device. This was Lukacs and I doing a bit of legwork, doing a bit of grassroots reporting on what's happening in mobile because mobile is becoming more and more important for travelers. Some, some airlines or train companies are now starting to push their users more and more to the use of smartphone apps or just downloading their boarding passes or train tickets onto the, the phone itself. So having that good battery life, having a good screen, having a good mobile experience overall is going to be beneficial to your travel. Also having uh, always on uh, OLED screens is also an advantage. So it's not the, the most important thing, but it will be an advantage in terms of battery life. So you'll be able to have an always on QR code on your screen for your ticketing or for your boarding pass. It's, it's an interesting thing to look into. We, we think at Tech Travel Geeks, we think mobile is going to make this easier. Um, let's just prove this. Chris, when you travel, do you have a physical paper ticket? Do you print one out or do you use your smartphone? Well, that's easy. Save the planet, don't print it out. I don't use my printer. So that leaves my phone. I always carry my phone with me. So that's very good. And uh, just on that note, I'd like to point out uh, where was it? On Twitter, our friend Basil, that there is an environmental thing to this. So having more smartphones with better battery lives, uh, better battery performance, there's an echo argument for it. So bigger batteries means less charging in a lifetime, which also means there's less battery degradation and longer lifespan in a year, which means there's less need to upgrade. So you won't need to upgrade or replace your batteries as often because there'll be less wear and tear on your battery, which is a very, very good uh, tweet. I, I retweeted that. It's a very good point. That's Basil Knows on Twitter. That's Basil from Tech Radar in the UK. So thanks for that insight, Basil. Very good point. Uh, we endorse it. Uh, get the word out there. <laughs> yeah, he's very, very, very good person. He's. Yeah, we, we we all like Basil. So yeah. Right. Um. So we we've discussed the Mate 20 Pro. I think there will be more coming on Tech Travel Geeks, both on our YouTube channel uh, and on our site. You can subscribe to Tech Travel Geeks on YouTube. If you haven't already, please do. And moving on, what else was announced at the Huawei Mate 20, 20 series events, Chris? What stood out to you? All right, you've got yeah, the, uh, the Huawei uh, uh, Watch GT they announced. They announced the wireless, the wireless adapter, whatever you call it, 
the 15 watt adapter, which is the fastest Android adapter so far. The normal Mate 20 Pro comes with a 40 watt adapter, so fast charger. So you can charge 0 to 70% in 30 minutes. So if you do forget that, in the morning, oh dear, I forgot to charge my phone up last night. Bung it, bung it on charge, have a breakfast, go to the door, and you don't have to worry for the day. Uh, so, yeah, ch fast charging, that, that, that's 40 watt charging uh, on the Huawei Mate 20 Pro. So if you are in an airport or a train station, you need a quick charge. That's a great uh, way to make your battery anxiety go away. What else was launched uh, in terms of devices? They announced the Huawei Band 3. They didn't really speak much about that, really. It didn't It was like about 99 euros. Didn't really cover much of it. And obviously, they did the very nice phone, but very expensive, the Porsche design, RS. Yes. And tell us very more about that. Very expensive. Very expensive. Yes. So the Porsche design Huawei Mate RS Mate 20 RS is a device developed in collaboration with Porsche Design, which is a design German design company, an offshoot of Porsche, the car company, which is made to bring the Porsche design philosophy to every Whitday products. You can find Porsche Design hard drives from a company called Lacey. You can find other expensively brand Porsche design branded devices, but the one in the mobile industry you know best is the Porsche design uh, Huawei Mate series, which has been ongoing for a while. And this year, it's essentially a Huawei Mate 20 Pro with leather and glass back and a different color set. So it only comes in black and red, but there are by default the largest uh, storage configurations. So it's a, an impressive smartphone. You are paying for the look and feel of it and to be able to show off that you have the brand. That starts, I believe, at €1,400 and goes up to €2,000 per device, which is very, very expensive. Shout out to our friend Miriam, our first guest on the Tech Travel Geeks podcast, because she uh, posted on Instagram and Twitter her experience unboxing the Huawei Mate 20 RS. And obviously you are paying a bit extra for the design, the branding, the overall packaging experience, but there are two chargers in the package. This is seems to be ideal for travelers because it's a UK plug and an EU plug. So it's, it's good for travelers in that sense. And it also has a few extras in the box. So very, expensively pleasant uh, product experience by the looks of it. I don't know. I haven't been able to play around with one apart from the one at, at the the display in in London. Lucas, yeah, what are you saying? Yeah, and if you don't follow uh, Miriam yet on Instagram, she also visited the Porsche uh, Center where, you, where, where she had the experience of, of driving brand new GT3 or something another so yeah quite quite an experience i believe so yes so yeah. if you don't already follow miriam on on twitter i'd say follow her tank girl that's t-n-k-g-r-l good friend of tech travel geeks and everyone who's passionate about mobile technology is always interested in hearing her opinion on the latest developments in the in the market 
Yeah, she was very, very busy. So I did see her a few times running around the place. Yes. I was briefly providing her with uh, what we define as the lowest tier or the lowest level of the Maslow hierarchy of needs, which is uh, power and internet. I had my power bank, and she was tethering to my phone for a while. So there we go. Yeah. I, I, I did assist with some of the Mate 20 Pro coverage, or at least so I think think so i like to think shout out to miriam great great person to to follow for the latest uh mobile changes in the market but also more importantly her travels she travels a lot even more than even more than we do (laughs) yeah chris uh, any insights into the um the watch uh because um as i'm considering getting the the phone i I am likely to get the watch, but I was thinking of the Galaxy Watch as well. Any thoughts about that? If you get, if you're thinking about getting the phone, as you've had problems with your phone, uh, I'll do it soon because you've got the special pre-order. So you get the, the watch for free, and you get the wireless adapter uh, charger adapter, whatever you want to call it, because you're saving like was it about two hundred quid for the phone? Sorry, the watch, and about fifty seventy-five pounds, well euros. It was for seventy-five euros. For that, so obviously saving like 160 pounds, I think it works over here. So if you're going to do it, do it now. I think it comes out on the 26th of this month, so this this next week. Yeah, I've not used a watch in the last 10 years, um, but I've been curious to find out how the smartwatches work. Either uh, the Samsung one or the Huawei. This one's got a very very good battery life. If you turn off like the the fitness stuff or if you're not you're going to use it, I'm not going to use fitness for the day. Turn it off. You can go on for like 22 days without even charging it even longer. But it depends, obviously, notifications, etc. But I think it's 454 milliamp hour battery, and it so it doesn't sound much, but for a watch for that size, it's very, 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 very good. Even yeah. if you put and if you put everything on, it lasts you a whole day, 22 hours. To put GPS on. Blood pressure, what you want to do, heart rate. Heart rate, yeah. Yeah. Exciting. And as I said today, um, my experience with it, a brief experience, was uh, very positive. It was, as far as it looks chunky on the website and the images, in real life it's not as chunky. It's a quite a slim smartwatch. Uh, yeah. For them to have fit everything in there is is interesting. There's also a departure from Huawei's uh, past in smartwatches in that the Huawei Watch GT does not run Android or Wear or what is now called Wear OS. It's Huawei's homegrown operating system. Obviously, Wear OS wasn't good enough for them. They decided to go their own route. It will be interesting to see how that works out in the market, both with app compatibility and services. Also, uh, I, I personally still use a smartwatch. It's very handy when uh, navigating, such as when I was in London this week. Getting from A to B in a city you don't know perfectly well, uh, having Google Maps nav- navigation and turn-by-turn navigation is very, very useful. And not having to have your phone out all the time or maybe focusing on your Pokemon Go whilst walking makes that little notification on your wrist and indication of which way to turn very, very useful. So I'm, I still do use smartwatches, but not as much as I used to, just because there's no real need for it, ultimately. No. 
So, Chris, uh, have you used previous Huawei watches? The answer, cheap, quick answer, no, but I have seen them or have used them for half hour at a place, an event I've been to in the past, but not reviewing-wise. But these are a lot smaller, a lot, lot smaller, a lot lighter than other previous watches they've done before. It, it is noticeably slimmer, lighter, and slightly smaller, which is, is maybe a good thing for the, for the product. So, Lukash, you have until later this week to pre-order. Um, no pressure. It's, it is an expensive decision, but overall, the device is excellent. And you can either turn your Samsung Galaxy S9 Plus into a backup device, or uh, just use it as the, the Mate 20 Pro is a very expensive power bank. Yeah, I, I'm considering this very strongly now. Uh, so you'll find out in the next episode of, of the Tech Travel Geeks podcast, most likely. <laughs> and you won't believe what happens next. Coming up on episode 11 of the Tech Travel Geeks podcast, we find out what Lukash's consumer decision-making process was like. <laughs> but before then, uh, let's move on to another thing. Chris, uh, we've yep. touched briefly of, on what's in your bag. Tell us what's on your wish list for tech in the next, let's say, let's before Christmas, which is a shopping period in the UK, a uh, gift-giving period. What's on your wish list? Oh, uh, a nice Surface book. No chance. Unless, unless someone just falls out the chimney, but never know. Tech Christmas. So, Tech Santa. Let's call it that. A good really good fast charging power bank because ones i've got at the moment are the old slow charges slow to slow type a nice good, good one for that good and that should make your train journeys from kent to london easier yeah very good it goes slowly charges yeah so you, you mentioned power banks and uh, we talked about devices and travel earlier do you use a case on your devices yes i do very good. And what's your preferred material on the cases? Mm, yeah, I know this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most most of mine, I just use a clear case because I like to show off the colours. That's a very good point. And that's it's, what it's I've. Not, it's, not, it's not a Mokodile. No, it's not Mokodile. So that's what I've ended up doing for now with the Huawei Mate 20 Pro. It's just yeah. that twilight colour is so nice. I have a, a transparent case. But uh, I have already been in touch with my Mokadile suppliers in China, and we're hoping to have something similar to this, a nice Mokadile case turning up uh, in the post soon. So A twilight color. That would be awesome. Um, uh, I doubt that's easy to make, but we'll, we'll no. give them the challenge. <laughs> well, you asked, my, you asked me more what you wanted for Christmas, so I thought I'd do that one. So. Okay, good. So, man, it's back to you. <laughs> so what would I like for Christmas? Yes, fast charge power bank. I think that's on most people's lists nowadays. The other one would be an ideally fitting Mokadile case like the one I have for my Huawei P20 Pro. It's real leather made to look like Mokadile, but then it's proper rubber rounding and it's a slim case. It's not too thick. So this would be the ideal thing. If I could have one for my Huawei Mate 20 Pro in time for Christmas, that would be fantastic. Yeah, I'm going to ask something. Uh, what uh, color would Lucas like? 
I do love the the Twilight one. Uh, what are the other ones? There's the black and there's another one. Yeah, yeah I've got the black. Uh, there's the emerald green, which has got the texture on the back, like a, off a vinyl record. Same as the blue, that has it as well. And then there's a gold. Yeah, but that's not available in the UK. It's pink no. gold. That's yes, pink gold. Yeah, no. not rose gold, but pink gold. I'm good. I'm good. I'll, <laughs> I'll skip this one. Uh, Twilight is my most likely choice. However, if we sit too, too close together with Matteo at work, we might. Uh, oh no, I will not have a Mocadel case. So yeah, so, so we'll be able fine. to differentiate them. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get confused. Don't get confused. You must have your name written on the back of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then again, it, it's not often Lukas and I sit, sit near each other in the office. Uh, he was just borrowing uh, Joe's desk the other day. Shout out to our colleague Joe, who's also a Huawei P20 Pro user and could also maybe do the Mockadile case. Yeah, you should get a chain supply of these so everybody can get them. Yes. Coming up uh, on a website near you, the Tech Travel Geeks Mockadile store. Funnily yes, enough, our content. Our content management system is already set up for us opening a store. So uh, as well as branching out into philosophy podcasts, uh, and what was the other one we came up with today? Shenanigans, yes. Political shenanigans podcast, philosophy podcast, tech travel geeks podcast, and uh, Mockadile merchandising store. So plenty plenty of runway for for differentiation and pivoting in the tech travel geeks Mm -hmm. world. Coming uh, soon. Yes, coming very soon to a website near you. I think we've covered most things. This is the big mobile news of the week. Chris, tell people where they can uh, follow you on the internet. Well, most places on the internet is called at Rockwell7. Don't ask me why, Uncle Rockwell7. It goes back to the original modems. There was a, there was a chipset called a Rockwell, and some had had names numbers and ever so i just chose rockwell 7 i've been kept it ever since Fair that's that silly, but that's a true story so you're rockwell 7 on most websites and social Twitter, media sites yeah instagram and you, the site you write for is moviesgamesandtech.com yes i know that is a mouthful <laughs> but very interesting and a good way to catch up with proper geek news and Chris is is a like like many of us a proper geek. Semi geek most of the time. Can't be too much geek in front of my kids. They call me <laughs> they call me geek dad. Very good. I would take and that I as a compliment. <laughs> I embarrass them so much, and I love it. Good. That's what dads are for. Yeah. Moving on, Lukash. Where can people follow you on the internet? Um, mostly, uh, you can find my video edits on Tech Travel Geeks YouTube uh, channel, where I also uh, sometimes add some drone footage, just just because I love drones. <laughs> um, no, I was just going to say yes. Uh, well done on managing to shoehorn some lovely autumnal drone footage into our. Huawei Mate 20 Lite video, which went live this week. If you haven't already seen that, uh, you can see it on the Tech Travel Geeks YouTube channel. And uh, there is also our Huawei Mate 20 Pro unboxing. And hopefully this week we'll also have a new device review coming out on Tech Travel Geeks. But yes, Lukash, so you're, you're our main video guy at Tech Travel Geeks YouTube channel. 
Yeah, you can also find me on Twitter, El Suliga, and on Instagram, uh, Lukas Suliga. Um, yeah, that's me. How about you? Good. Well, I'm at Tudoleo on most sites and places. You can read my ramblings on techtravelgeeks.com. And my monotonous, boring voice is on Tech Travel Geeks on our videos on YouTube, on Tech Travel Geeks' YouTube channel. You can subscribe to us there on YouTube. You can also subscribe to us on our, the, our podcast feeds. Our podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and wherever else you get good podcasts from. So thanks for watching, everyone. And thank you for listening, if you're listening Mateo, to the audio version. Matteo, to, to, to have a quick one, one comment. We have some chat on the chat today, and there was a question from one of our users, Jason, who was asking about the case for the May 20. Can you, uh, do you have any details? Can we, can, can we share this later? Sure. Um, uh, what we'll do is we'll just do it now, quickly before we wrap up. So the question was the case I have on my... The clear case, case, yes. Because, yes. Yeah. So this is a clear case I got on Amazon. It's uh, an armor case, so it's rubberized at the sides. It has a cutout for the camera, but it's a clear case. And that's from Amazon. I will make sure the link is in our YouTube video to this, and you can find one from there. Sorry, I just last one second. If you're looking on Amazon, be careful because some of them are wrong place. The cameras cutouts are in the wrong places. Yes, they they obviously have different variants of the Mate Twenty for different markets, and not to confuse confuse it with the Mate Twenty Lite. So, um, okay, on that shopping and consumer decision making note, I think it's time we wrap. Thank you for watching and listening, everyone. Good night from us. Thanks for joining us, Chris. Bye. Thanks again. Thanks for inviting me. Thanks. Bye. Bye.